All right. Also, a Florida politician facing federal charges, including sex trafficking of a child, has agreed to cooperate with investigators looking into related allegations against Florida Congressman Matt Gates. Gates has not been charged with anything and denies all allegations. Phil Keating is live outside federal court in Orlando. Hi, Phil. Hello, Dana. Former Seminole County tax collector Joel Greenberg who's described as a wingman of Florida Congressman Gates. He's upstairs behind me in the federal courthouse here in downtown Orlando, finalizing his plea deal. Part of the deal, instead of 33 federal charges against him, he now just has six, but he's got to plead guilty to all six. This also opens up the door that he's going to turn state's evidence and start providing the feds names of other men who paid for sex, including with underage girls. Greenberg is admitting to having sex with an underage girl who was 17 several times and flying her and other young women for hire to the Bahamas with other men where sex and drugs were happening, allegedly, including ecstasy and cocaine. He now faces a minimum of 12 years in prison due to his cooperation. His friend, Pensacola Congressman Matt Gates, is under federal investigation as to whether he was one of those guys. Gates denies everything. He is adamant, a uh, Trump supporter, and this plea deal by Greenberg is viewed as not good at all for Gates. Here is Greenberg's attorney last month. I'm sure Matt Gates is not feeling very comfortable today. He said that on the day that the plea deal was first reported. Since this plea deal became known, Gates has avoided questions on whether he's potentially implicated. Despite the scrutiny, he attended a rally as a featured speaker at the Villages, the famous Florida retirement complex, two Fridays ago and is scheduled for another one in Phoenix this Friday. In a statement Friday from friends of Matt Gates, it reads, Congressman Gates doesn't seem to be named nor referenced in Mr. Greenberg's plea. Congressman Gates has never had sex with a minor and has never paid for sex. Greenberg had been facing decades behind bars. That was all before the plea deal was reached. A spokesman for Gates, Harlan Hill, says Greenberg's credibility is in question, saying he had previously accused another man of having sex with a minor who apparently never did that and was innocent. And he says, adding, so is Congressman Gates. Gentlemen, what's going on? Wayne Dupree here. Brian Smith. Um, yeah. man, that ain't good, man. I'm just saying that ain't good. Damn. Yeah, y'all to know Look, better. I've been looking. I've been looking at some information this morning, and Harlan Hill is right, ladies and gentlemen. Matt Gates name is not included in the plea agreement. However, no name is included in the plea agreement. They're, I mean, they, they don't have any names in there right now. He hasn't, he hasn't given up the goods yet. No, no, he hasn't. But 
the crazy the the crazy thing about this is we talked about this a couple weeks ago and you know we kind of brought it up and the only reason why we're talking about it right now is because it's news it's the top news going into the day because honestly i want to talk about these passports and the rinky dink thing that is happening with um with uh these this mask announcement oh i'm sorry Leah Bella is uh, is not is under the weather today. She called this morning, said that she was under the weather. So uh, we're praying for. Her. But we we will get to the pandemic, um, the the end of the pan, whatever the hell it is now. We will get to the mask thing. I, I <laughs> the Gates thing is just th- blowing my mind because yes, his name isn't included, but no other name is included in this thing right now. And Brian, what gets me about the whole thing is he was up on 33 counts. 33. Now, now, now I've seen where they put the screws to people. Now, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying they're putting the screws. To the, I, I don't know. But but you got to take that 33 counts with a grain of salt. Right. Because the plea agreement is bringing it down to six. <laughs> six real ones, you know. Six. <laughs> six. All I'm saying is somebody's going to eat those other 27. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody got picked up the tab. Right. right. They got picked the tab up. Right, right. So, I mean, the federal prosecutors just don't wipe stuff away and then it goes away. And, the, you know, you know the, somebody's going to eat the other 27. And right. he's going to give up the goods. I mean, look, dude, they have him on sex tra- He was doing cryptocurrency. A, um, a cryptocurrency business inside of its tax collector's office. Right, right. Hey, <laughs> you didn't think you were going to... What is wrong with you? Uh, you're a tax collector. You know a little bit more about the law than the average person when it comes to money mm-hmm. and taxes. Mm-hmm. Um, w- when you set up a corporation, if you study corporate structuring, corporate yeah. credit, and corporate banking, there's a lot of things that you can do. Right. Uh, and you know that if you do something illegal, I mean, they're going to, and you know where the line is. Usually, you know where the line is. Yeah. This yeah. guy, this, and, just, and, had and, to have been drugs involved. And, and, and to really, and well, no, it, well, you know what? And that's why I think the cryptocurrency thing comes in with, with the, um, with the wire, I mean, because, because it's doing this wire fraud too. <laughs> Which deals with the cryptocurrency. So, you know, especially coming out of Miami, you know, man, I don't know. We remember uh, Miami from the 80s, man. We know what you guys did down there in the 80s. He, <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, you're probably saying to yourself, well, who the hell is Joe Greenberg? He's a friend of Matt Gates, And that's the only reason why you're hearing so much about it is because he's a friend, an associate. Well, you know, they're, they're supposedly a wingman. They're throwing all these words around, you know. Well, he's a friend. Well, he's a relative. Well, he's a he's a neighbor. He was something to Matt Gates, okay. Right, right. And even though they're not coming out, what kills me is that Matt, Matt, hey Matt, you might not get this. I mean, you might not be watching. You might not be watching the Wayne Dupree podcast right now with Brian and Wayne. Should be. But, it's but okay. I, yeah, I, I I got something to say to you. You need to shut your face. He got up in front of a crowd and said, uh, "Yeah, they're trying to get me for some naughty favors." 
You stupid butthole. <laughs> you stupid egghead. They're going to use that against you in a court of law. They got the, I mean, if that's in an open public forum. Naughty favors. You sound like Bill Clinton now. Oh, yeah, you do. And, yeah, and, you and, do. And, and you know what? You didn't even say that a couple of weeks ago when you were on Tucker Carlson. You said, no, this is all false. I ain't never heard nothing like this. I didn't even know that this was going on. I didn't, and now all of a sudden, oh, they're trying to get me for naughty favors. So that means something happened? That was not, that naughty favors? Using words like that mm -hmm. is just it, it's so highly inappropriate because that, 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 right. that, that, that just hints. Yeah, that, that, that it you're, does. Hint. Yeah. you're with children. It's it's Something. a hint of Something. naughty, right? Naughty favors, right? Dude, so I look, you I a grown ass up. man. You a right. grown ass man. Right? He naughty is. Yeah. Favors, and he did adopt. He adopted a a, a boy. I know. Yeah. A, yeah. He did. Yeah, he's kind of adopted, and he's not married. Well, I mean, well, it's sort of adopted, right? I know something strange about that. So, and kept and kept calling him the son, but the parents reached out and said, "No, that's still our boy," or something. I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, everything happens down there in Florida. So um, I checked out the Bahamas real quick, and hmm. age of because I'm thinking, okay, they flew to the Bahamas to have sexual trysts and whatnot, and drugs and whatnot. Uh, what are the Allegedly. laws? That <laughs> allegedly, 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 allegedly. With, with a supposed wingman, according to Fox News. But, but with that being said, uh, so I checked out the, the Bahamas age of consent for sexual um, uh, relations in the Bahamas is 16. Uh, which is pretty much America as well. Um, the lowest age of consent in the world is Nigeria, which is 11. Go figure. Um, but I, and I believe Canada, Canada, you're allowed to get married and have sexual consent at the age of 15. I think that's pretty messed up as well. Trying to get me that. <laughs> but if, if you're going to Canada for 15 year olds, you got problems. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, look, man, um, Greenberg admitted that he was involved in sugar daddy relationships in which he paid women for sex, including a minor in whom he engaged in commercial sex acts. Uh, the agreement says that Greenberg entered, you know what, too, that, that, um, that, uh, that video that we just played just a while ago, Greenberg's lawyer said Matt Gates. Yeah. Should be uncomfortable. That's not cool, man. <laughs> That's no. Not cool. Uh, here's the thing: you're a lawyer defending your client. Why are you Why? gonna bring somebody else's name in there? Why are you gonna throw that around like a rag? That you're just throwing stuff up on the wall, hope it sticks. Yeah. You, yeah. You're threatening. You I, really, really, you should know better as a lawyer. You yeah. really should. Yeah, I mean, the the lawyer like uh, Matt Gates should be worried or something. Why? What what do you I mean his name was in, in there. What do you know, Matt Gates is I mean um uh, Joel Greenberg's lawyer? Uh, the agreement also said that Greenberg introduced the minor to other adult men who engaged in commercial sexual acts with the mine with the minor. It didn't say minors. That one, yeah. One minor in the middle district of Florida. The agreement does not identify the the other adult men. But multiple sources told um, CBS News that Gates was one of the men 
Greenberg introduced her to, and federal investigators are looking um, into whether she and Gates had a sexual relationship when she was 17. Um, we're going to talk. We're going to okay, talk. Okay. Yeah. So, so in, in Florida, the age of uh, consent is 18. 18. There's a close in age exemption range, though, meaning if you're 16 and he's 17 or you're 17 and he's 18, the, the closeness relationship, there's an exception for that, uh, but no yeah. older than 23. Yeah, how old is like Matt? 17 to 23. How old is Matt? Oh, I think he's in his 30s. <laughs> Look, we're not saying Matt Gaze did anything. Um, but I am saying this. A long a person a long time ago taught me this. You are who you are who you hang around. Sorry, he's 39. Yeah. Oh. He's almost 40. The man can run for president and he, he pretty much. Well, and, I mean, if he was a Democrat, this would be he would be in yeah. lockstep. Yeah. Naughty favorites, homeboy. Naughty freaking favorites. I will never get that out of my head. Every time I look at his little nasty, that big ass forehead he got. Naughty favorites. Naughty fit. Oh my. During tomorrow's court hearing, the judge will likely not sentence Joel Greenberg right away, in part to give him time to cooperate with the government. But under this plea agreement, Greenberg faces a minimum of 12 years in prison and possibly more. It's not like this is something new. Former Seminole County tax collector Joel Greenberg will wake up in jail tomorrow morning and head over to the federal courthouse in downtown Orlando. There, he's expected to plead guilty to child sex trafficking, producing fake driver's licenses, identity theft, wire fraud related to a cryptocurrency business he ran out of the tax collector's office, stalking a political rival, and conspiring against the U.S. to steal federal CARES Act money. If Greenberg cooperates with other federal investigations, prosecutors have agreed to drop 27 additional criminal charges. Greenberg has signed court documents acknowledging he was in sugar daddy relationships where he paid women for sex but attempted to disguise the payments as school-related expenses. Using his American Express account at the tax collector's office and personal money, Greenberg spent over $70,000 paying women for commercial sex, including a minor under the age of 18. Records say Greenberg engaged in commercial sex acts with the minor at least seven times while offering her the drug ecstasy, which Greenberg would take himself as well. Greenberg also introduced the minor to other adult men who engaged in commercial sex acts with the minor. We will not back down and the truth will prevail. Florida Congressman Matt Gates is under investigation for possible sex crimes related to the Greenberg probe, according to published reports. Gates has repeatedly denied any wrongdoing. The congressman has not been charged with any crimes, and his name is never mentioned in Greenberg's written plea agreement. But based on the congressman's relationship with Greenberg, we expect tomorrow's court hearing to get a lot of national attention. Now, by entering into this plea agreement, Greenberg avoids a jury trial, and he also avoids potentially many, many more years in prison had he been convicted. Mike DeForest, News 6. Somebody going down. Hmm. He's still going to get tricked <laughs> out in prison. They are going to trick him out in prison. And I, if he spends a okay, so he does 12 years. That'll be the 12 hardest years of your life. Yeah, yeah. Because you, because it, if there's one thing we know about prison, and even though 
we aren't in prison. But if there's one thing we know about prison, <laughs> don't be late no with pedophile. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, boy. Yeah, no. boy. He, look, uh, hey, Joel, we need that. Uh, we need that. Um, we need that hallway uh, mopped. Officer 17, officer 18, you can go on lunch break. <laughs> yeah, no, no, need, no need for the cameras. There's nobody in there. <laughs> you need like, me mopping and all of a sudden that red light turn off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Do you, you hear the music in the background? <laughs> Got the, the dueling banjos. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, let's let's introduce our guest, Chris Palumbo. He's a friend of the show. Uh, he is a former U.S. Capitol Police officer, um, and he also ran for the election of the U.S. House to represent Maryland's fifth congressional district. We're happy to have him back here once again, Chris. A lot going on in the country. Um, <laughs> there is. <laughs> um, you know, we, look, we, we're trying to stay above the fray, Chris. We're trying to stay above the fray and give Matt every inch of innocence look. But um, And I know we're going to talk to you about some other stuff. But uh, naughty, naughty favors, homeboy. I mean, you don't get I mean... You weren't talking naughty favors for the last couple of months, and now all of a sudden, oh, they're trying to get me for naughty favors. So I guess he's trying to get that out in front of what possibly could happen, right? Probably. Yeah, I, I just keep thinking back to like, like Spike Lee always says, "Just do the right thing." <laughs> Would have done nothing with this I saw in Florida. In Florida if if she was 17 which i think that they they mentioned that she was 16 17 in florida you cannot be older than 23 with a 17 year old that's considered minor that's off limits that's that's bad you're 40 i remember being 40 that was just a couple of years ago there's no way i can yeah. look at a teenager like yeah. that yeah yeah and, and look look there's no way i would look at one like that and there's no way that i would want one to look at my daughters like that <laughs> Because if I see somebody looking them up and down, then I stand in front of that line of line of sight. And I'm like, "What is it? Was she got some lint on her or something like that? <laughs> What's going on?" Yeah, you know, no. Um, the pen, Chris. The pen. Well, the, it's supposed to be the pandemic is supposed to be over. Pandemic is supposed to be over. CDC came out Thursday, Friday. Thursday night, Friday, and said, guess what? You don't have to wear any mask. That just blew everything up. It blew everything up because so many people that don't have the vaccine, well, actually, if you have the vaccine, you don't have to wear the mask. But they just left it out there like that. They didn't say anything else. So individuals that didn't get the vaccine are going to go around and say, I did. I got the vaccine, which I thought more and more over the weekend. I was like, I know what y'all are doing. Y'all are going to force COVID passports on people. Or they're going to make the people who didn't get the vaccine 
you have to wear a mask and now you're going to be shunned and attacked, possibly attacked by people because you're making everything unsafe. Attacks could go up, right, Chris? Am I right? I mean, it's it's creating discrimination and it's going to create a a caste system in our society where where you're going to have one group of individuals who had the vaccine versus those who didn't. They're going to be, like you said, they're going to be shunned. They're going to be outcasted. They're going to be subjugated to criticism based on their medical freedom, their choice. Um, and as you said, I mean, earlier, you know, Florida and Texas broke the CDC in Fauci with, with them coming out back in, what was it, March 10th was when Texas opened up. You saw the, the screen that the Texas Rangers fully packed, and they've been like that ever since. And I, and I believe it's been weeks since, fortunately, they haven't had anybody pass away with COVID. That's a good thing. It, it's a good thing that we're making progress from getting back to normalcy. Um, but yeah, I mean, even, even right here in Maryland, and I'm sure you know Wayne. You know Governor Hogan came out this past week, and he just said, and he said, if if you and if you aren't vaccinated, you should, like he just recommended right. it. So right. luckily, a lot of the local businesses, at least down my way this past week, and a lot of local businesses, that left up to themselves. Where they post on social media saying, "Hey, we're not enforcing mask mandates anymore. It's up to you. It's up to your freedom, what you choose to do." Mm-hmm. And uh, that's how it should be. If, right. When you're right. speaking about freedoms, I, I I would like to be allowed to freely speak. And, and, and question authority, question uh, the, the vaccines when we're seeing uh, famous people now lamenting and Eric Clapton literally uh, terrified for a couple of weeks thinking he'd never play the guitar again because of the vaccine he took. Um, and now apparently I'm, I'm on a, uh, the slight suspension on the Tiki Talks. I can no longer upload anything because uh i posted question people questioning the vaccine yeah and what's frustrating what what wayne said earlier about the uh the vaccine passports i mean the the writing's on the wall and i I discussed about this last year and i had people it was when the contact tracing bill came out in the house and i was discussing it back then saying this is a slippery slope when you have this app on your phone your mobile device it's constantly tracking your information and data it's pinging your location. It's, it's pinging what you're doing on other apps and you can share that information. We, we already have an issue with big data as is. Mm-hmm. So now you're giving that much power control to corporations and the government yep. to know what you're doing, where you're going. Uh, and, and and I even said back then, it's creating a slippery slope to a totalitarian society like China has set up with their social credit scores. Yep. And it, it's something that, you know, if you embrace and, and love your freedoms, we, we have to push back against this. It's almost like it's almost like the government leaders haven't stopped trying to increase the control that they found Boy, get that. last year <laughs> with the lockdown. I mean, it's almost like kidding in a candy store because they didn't realize that they, well, they probably wished and wished and hoped that they could get that type of control over the American people like that. But when they finally got it, and then they finally realized, well, you know what? No matter what the federal government says, we can do whatever we want to in the state. You know, and then when that started happening and many other people started to rebel, so okay, well, we'll just we'll just arrest y'all. Or uh I tell you what, we'll open back up places, but if you don't have the vaccine, you can't go in. Or we won't hire you or, you know, or you won't be able to go to the store and get anything to, to eat unless you got the vaccine. And I mean, honestly, 
things, you know how the old saying, things are not going to get better until they get worse or things are going to get worse before they get better. I don't know if things yeah. are going to get better right now because of the the track that they are on. Now, uh, Fauci said that the CDC is supposed to be coming out with uh, a bigger announcement on, on the mask, but that only tells you about the incompetence of what happened before the weekend for them just to put that out there and for people <laughs> all weekend long, well, there we go. <laughs> or <Yeah. clears throat> I ain't got nothing. I'm going out and do whatever I want to do. I don't know. Chris. But, but, but what's interesting is that you have, like you said, this whole past year, we've seen power being given to unelected officials and bureaucrats who they're unaccountable. And they've been making decisions on behalf of everybody else. And who do we question? Who, like you said, we should, we should always be able to question that authority and that, that, that the power, like it's, it's out of the bag right now. So we've got to be able to find a way to get that stuff back in and have control of it. Um, but but that's, that's the interesting thing too, talking about with Fauci, how they just released the mask mandates. What's interesting with that is you saw you know, Senator Rand Paul, I think it was the day before when he was yeah. about the funding for the Wuhan, the, the lab leak hypothesis, excuse me. That came out and, and, and it makes you wonder. It's like, are they going, are they backtracking? Like, ooh, 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 we're getting caught up or something. All right, let, let's let's get something else out there. Let's let's lower the mask mandates. Um, but yeah, it's really interesting timing with that. Yeah, because now we're starting to see that uh, maybe this was possibly. I mean, can we question it? Was this a bioweapon? Was this engineered? Was, was this bought and paid for by the Obama administration back in the day? Did they know about these things coming up? Now we're starting to, I think it's, uh, you, if you hit the Google SARS 2025, 2028, apparently there's another pandemic on the horizon, possibly, that, that, that they're going to do again. And, and as you're talking about the power grab here on the west side of Cincinnati, um, the, the day that they shut everything down in March last year, they told this bar, black-owned bar, you will shut down. And they gave them three days. Sunday night came, and they were still in the bar. They were still partying. Monday morning, they threw them all out, and they took concrete screws and giant chunks of uh, uh, plywood, and they drilled the plywood with concrete screws into the face of the building, covering up all the glass and covering up the doors and saying that this is off limits, whatever, stickers. And every business crapped their pants that night. Said, oh, <laughs> Oh, I don't want that. Yeah. And, and you look at examples like in Canada, you, you see the, the the pastor at the church yeah. who defied their lockdown order and said, no, I'm still going to have a uh, church. We have people in church and they shut him down. And now he, his, his own home is being harassed. Uh, it, it's been egged. It's been, it's been destroyed. It's been vandalized. Um, but you look across the country of other, of other nations that have imposed such lockdowns and don't have the freedoms like we do. Like in Australia, I remember there was a, this past year, there was, a, there, was a, there was a mother who posted on Facebook she wanted to have a protest against the lockdowns and the mandates. Huh? And because of her post on social media, and they don't have the freedom of, freedom of speech as we do here, they went and they arrested her in her home and took her laptop. Just complete disregard for, for rights. And, and, but that's, again, here in America, we have to embrace those rights. Um, because we lose them, we're gone. I mean, that, that's one of the great things about living in this country. If we have those, and that's what scares me with, again, with this vaccine passport. If that is implemented, you have that thing, the third party doctrine uh, that came out in the 70s. 
and it basically says that you know those those companies who make who are making these apps, it's going to make them so powerful because they're holding, they're storing all this data of of what vaccines we had, our medical history, whatever history that we have on our phone that they're able to track and collect, and they're able to sell that and profit off that however they want. But that third party doctrine says that if the government ever wants to go and question you, they don't necessarily need to get a warrant anymore. They can use that company through the third party doctrine. Wow. Say, hey, you own that data now on them. We, we want to get we want to find information on them without getting a warrant. That is scary stuff. It is. It is. It is. And watching and watching how uh, the media. Uh, I mean, honestly, in the old days, <clears throat> the old days before 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 me, um, you would have journalists out there trying to break the story and trying and trying to expose. Not all, but you would have some that would be trying to expose what's what's going on to at least say, okay, this is not what it seems. And this is where it goes. And people would be reading the newspaper and say, okay, now we're, we're woke to this, but it seemed like many people in today's world, they just want to find the information or no, actually they're more comfortable with just going along with whatever they see, you know, or, finding something that's going to justify whatever they were doing and going along with that. There's just too many avenues. And it, 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 Chris, uh, Brian, it goes back to last year. It's too many avenues, too many people saying so, so many different things that the American people is confused. And when America gets confused on the different points of how things are, they turn things off. They turn things off and then they decide, okay, you know what? Forget it. I'll just, let me see how many songs are in my playlist and let me get my earphones on. And, you know, I'm just going to walk up and down the street talking to myself, you know? I mean, that the electorate is so turned off to so many things, <laughs> including like the Matt Gates thing and stuff, but, the, but they're so turned off that they don't see the decline of freedoms or different things like that. I'm going to throw something to both y'all that I was thinking over the weekend. As long as you have this, the talk of keeping freedoms and liberty is just a dream because COVID passports or the way that Google or Facebook or Twitter collects data on you, and then they're able to give it to um, uh, the government at any time, you don't have any. I mean, you, you can go around saying, yeah, freedom, but you don't have it if you are stuck on these things. You, you don't have your freedoms. Am I right? Yeah, you're like a, you're like a trapped rat. You're, you're running around in this maze thinking you're free, but in reality, you're stuck inside that maze. You, yeah. you can't you can't get out. And if you try and break out or if you try and say something or try and do something, uh, wait till you get harassed. Wait till you get shut down. Wait till you get kicked off of social media. Yeah. Uh, I, I know there's a handful of people that, that we know personally that have been unpersoned forever, but it, it, you might disagree with what she did and what she said or what he did and what he said. You might disagree with it might disagree about how they went about it. But the fact is that they've been unpersoned. 
They could do that to anybody. And again, like Trump used to say, they're doing this to the president of the United States of America. Imagine what they're going to do to you. You know what, Chris, Chris, before, before, before you respond to that, um, I know where I was going with this too, was I was watching a video where um, over the weekend about facial recognition. I don't know if y'all remember the facial recognition thing that was going on in Congress. Um, I was watching this documentary over the weekend where uh, this young girl spoke before Congress. And I mean, honestly, it really looked like both sides were listening to what she had to say because you had Jim Jordan questioning, you had AOC questioning. They both sound like they were worried about the facial recognition thing. They were, they, they, the FBI and all them, they were able to implement the facial recognition without asking anybody anything. They weren't elected to do it, but they were allowed to do it. And they were mirroring what, what, what China and them was doing. Okay. So, so now you, now they say that they're banning or they're going to ban these things, but how do we know that they're banning these things? I mean, they were bringing up people with their face. You might have charges. You might be late on your rent. You might be this and that. That's just too much information based on your facial recognition, man. It, it you know, when, um, uh, say, and, and say that they implement that with the body cams when they pull you over, they know exactly everything about you without even going back to the thing to check it out. They got everything on you right there. That's not freedom. That. That's, dude, that's slavery in its worst way. January 6th, they were doing that to find people at their homes. You know, the day of insurrection, you know, and they're hunting these people down. Apparently, they're able to find people that were welcomed into the Capitol by Capitol Police. Uh, but but you can't find anybody Antifa. You can't find, you can't find the people that terrorize uh, Americans, but, but you can find people from January 6th. And I just... It goes back to the famous quote from Dwight Eisenhower, is that we're always at a risk of misplaced power. And what's going on right now, we see, especially talking about social media, going back to what Brian was saying, there was a point when I was thinking about just getting rid of it altogether. But before yeah. my campaign in 2020, I decided, well, I got to get my name out there, which is glad I didn't because with COVID and everything shut down, there's no other outlet to get the message out. Um, but... But what's interesting with that is that you have that pendulum swinging with that misplaced power. It can go the other way. And, and, and again, that's where I think it comes down to the basic foundation of protecting our rights and liberties for everybody. Even if you have different opinions than us, I'm still going to fight for those you know, to, the, to the end of times. In the, same, in the same documentary, they were talking about Facebook, how the 2016 election was won by 100,000 votes or whatnot. Um, they said all Facebook has to do. I mean, now Facebook came out after that and explained what they are doing and how they're doing it. The threat of what Facebook is right now is all they have to do from their headquarters is set up uh, these campaigns from Facebook, set up these campaigns individually 600,000 people and they can swing an election just like that if they wanted to. Well, look, you remember back in, uh, I think it was like 2011, 2012, they, they had the whole fight Coney, the, 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 the guy from, um, I can't remember where exactly in Africa, but there was a huge campaign, like the fight Coney, like bring him down. Like this guy, he's, 
he's creating terror. He's, he's, he's uh, stealing young girls from different tribes in Africa. And it was a huge social media campaign push. We'll come to find out the two individuals, I think they're from Germany, that they, they were paid to put that together and produce it out and push it out there to see how far and wide this campaign would go. And even those two gentlemen from Germany, they had in their documentation, this is a psychological project that they were testing. And it, it, it went viral instantly to where everybody was posting on it, just nearly like the black squares that they had last year. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody was posting to, to, to go fight Coney, go get them. And uh, they, they've been working on things like that since then. And with their algorithm and their, their ally that they're using, uh, they're creating their own realities for everybody else uh, as you're going on social media based on what they think that you like, what you see. And it's easy to get caught up in those echo chambers too. Right. They're convinced that they can absolutely sway at bare minimum moderates, people that are middle down the road. They can sway your vote into voting the way they they, they want you to vote based on what they put in front of you while you're on your social media platform. They know who you are. They know where you are. They know what you're looking at. And they just start popping this stuff up in front of you. No, it's it's absolutely horrible. But we talked about this last week, but these, these stupid Republicans, and I'm real on both Democrats and Republicans, <laughs> but these stupid Republicans who think that they're going to do something against the Zuckerbergs of the world now. Yeah. You had a president who cared two yeah, craps right. about America. Right. He cared right. about America more than any president I think yeah. we ever known. And you had the opportunity. Don't don't lie to me, you bastards! Don't, <laughs> don't make me think you got my back because you don't. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I mean they're coming out with all this legislation that they know are, isn't going to get passed because they aren't in power to do it. When they're in power, <laughs> they didn't come up with the legislation. It, it's almost like Obamacare. When, I was going to say that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> when Obama was in office, oh, they had all the Obama replacements that they wanted in unanimous <laughs> votes to get it done. Yep. When Trump got in, hey, um, you know that unanimous legislation y'all had and stuff? Give it to me. I'll sign it. Well, uh, we can't find it. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) We got to rewrite it, but uh, we'll give it to you. And they do that all the time. (laughs) All the time. It's like, I mean, it's it's almost like they're, they're, uh, they're dangling that carrot. You know how we always say um, the Democrats dangle the carrot for their voters. So every election time, uh, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to do that. And then when they get the vote, then when they get elected, you know, well, we got to spend money and other Republicans doing the same thing to Republican voters. Yeah. We're going to, man, we're going to hold the Democrats. We're going to do this. We, and then when they get in there, we, we got to spend a trillion dollar omnibus bill and we got to, Funded uh, Richmond, uh, the Kennedy Center, uh, with our good compadres over here, the Democrat Party. Yeah, and like, oh man, you know, well, and, and yet they they'll, they'll tote on their campaign trail that they're for fiscal responsibility, fiscal conservatism. They can't even spend spell this. Yeah. Spend, they, spend, spend. They can't even spell fiscal responsibility. Uh, <laughs> and and you would expect, or you would think, that these people would treat America like they treat their own households. You ain't got the money, don't spend it. Honey, we need to cut. Cut some of the spending that is, is in D.C. Treat America like you treat your own household. But they get up there and they're like crack addicts, man. I mean, oh well, millions have become billions that have become trillions. Trillions are like 50 cents to them now. 
they just throw that thing out there like, well, you know, we'll just throw a trillion dollar thing out. And it's all paid for. Pete Buttigieg last week said that um, Biden's infrastructure bill is already paid for. So we got the money. We got Four million dollars? Four yeah. trillion dollars is already paid for? He, he argued oh, that we, all, we got the money already. Yeah, we that's what I'm saying. I mean, and, and people are gonna yeah, and people are gonna wonder why why is a loaf of bread fifteen dollars? Oh, when you when you pump right. four trillion dollars out of treasury out of treasury in the Federal Reserve to go back into the system, that's what's gonna happen, right? And I'm hearing uh, different articles that I'm reading and different people that are talking about the, our food chain supply issues that are coming up now because of the whole year lockdown, restaurants that couldn't get or couldn't open that weren't purchasing. Uh, Farmers that were having to dump millions of dollars worth of food and and vats and holes and and just literally get rid of everything. Now, all of a sudden, the beef that they were having to sell and get rid of all that because restaurants were buying it. Now, they're all of a sudden, they're now having to regrow the cows and things. And and now we got this giant log jam and we got Biden spending trillions of dollars. Yeah. No way. And no way. And still adding, Chris, you got you got money coming in July in two months. I heard I heard this commercial. I heard this commercial over the weekend where they thought that they were giving advice to people that were getting extra money for their kids starting in July. They said, "What um, what we really need is for those that are going to get the extra money, think about your rent first. Think about." Think about the food in your house. Think about these things that need you that you need to take care of your house. The second thing you need to think about is what you need to buy for your children to make sure that they're okay. And then the third thing is to invest. Savings. Savings and invest. It's like but but the money that first off, not one thing on that commercial told them they would have to pay taxes on it when taxes come around next year. Not, not one thing. And then the second thing was that money that you are getting, you can smile all you want to, but somebody's got to pay that money back. That money is, 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 is monopoly Play-Doh money. Actually, you know, it's, it's your, it's your own money to begin with for the most part. Sure. I, I mean, all us taxes. No, 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 no. It's somebody else's money. It ain't well, their money. It's somebody I else's mean, money. I mean, if you pay taxes in the past, it's a little bit of your money. You know, whether you're you're purchasing tax, you know, your tax at the store, at the gas station, what, whatever the taxes are, the taxes. It's it, technically it's we the people. It's it it's y'all making us think that you're giving us something that you have. Well, you stole it. You took it from us to begin with, and now you're trying to redistribute it and give it back out. That just don't work that way, Nancy Pelosi, saying that unemployment insurance the greatest thing to help boost an economy. Crazy old bat. <laughs> this, this is the Ron Paul. This is the Ron Paul side of me coming out, but it, it's it's with these kind of policies and, and the spending, it, it it only hurts the middle and lower class even more because the the rich are getting richer, the poor are getting poorer, small businesses are getting shut down left and right, and they're hurting to get back. Meanwhile, the big companies, big box stores are profiting record numbers right now. It, it's it's horrible policies that's that's greatly affecting those who need it the most. And when you're saying about businesses shut down, I just want everybody to know and look around your cities and as you drive around, 
all the black owned businesses, whether it be the nail salons, the hair salons, the barber salons, all those businesses were shut the hell down and gone out of business. There's a girl, a woman who opened up her own uh, restaurant called Christine's on the West side. It was phenomenal. I mean, it went through the roof. Everybody loved it. She was the first time she ever started her own business Her family involved and everything. And then doors is closed. They, they're no longer in business. Thank you. Walmart's got it good. Yeah. You know, Home Depot's, Lowe's, every, Kroger. I mean, all the they got it good. They're all right. Sam's Club, whatever. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is the heart and soul of America to start your own business and, and to really get a piece of that pie. And they, they just damn near took the pie away. They say, ain't nothing left for y'all. Well, yeah. you can't start a business when people don't want to go back to work. I mean, <laughs> it's true. It's, it's all yeah. it's horrendous. I saw, I saw the Biden administration. They're talking about uh, another one point eight trillion dollars stimulus package that they're going to try to get Congress to push out. Told you, I told you, it, it's I happening. Told you. It's going to be a perpetual you. cycle until people stand up and say enough's enough. And 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 two things, Chris. I I I suggested or I predicted that there would be another stimulus package before October. Uh, and that might lead into November, but it's almost, it's almost like a government program now. It's almost like a government program where it looks like they might even streamline it to one a quarter. They might, I don't know. I mean, that <laughs> that's where, uh, because, um, AOC and the squad and all those people on it, they were talking about monthly stimulus checks, you know, almost even if you're not working, you're getting a stimulus check from the government monthly. But these things look like sooner or later it's going to be one every couple of quarters or one every quarter. But I was like, if you stop this, then the people are going to go nuts. So you have to keep this going. You know, like with Biden saying, well, uh, your checks are going to stop coming. If you are not seeking gainful employment, well, how, well, how are you going to put that in place? How are you going to put the get? Uh, because, uh, like, like Brian said, you know, you can call. Are you seeking gainful? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, here's here's the number. Y'all can call. I emailed it to him. You know, I didn't hear nothing back. Yeah. And that's literally all you have to do. And, and what's frustrating with that too is that driving around, like talking to a lot of the local business owners here. Uh, a lot of them have signs like help wanted jobs opening. And they said, we can't, we can't hire right now because nobody wants to work. But that's an interesting thing too. If they're going to have this continual stimulus pumping out and, and giving people their own tax paying dollars back and, and, and continue with pumping the federal reserve and treasury department to produce money to flow back into the system. Well, that thousand dollar check that they would have gotten months ago and getting again, it's value is going to decrease greatly because of inflation. And, and you gotta uh, still you gotta pay taxes on it. You yes. You, the, the, <laughs> or, or if you're not paying tax, like what happened to me this past year, I didn't qualify, or, or they took away some of my 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 credits, my my child credits. As a matter of fact, I got hit for a thousand dollars that they took away from me. Said that the, my mm -hmm. wife doesn't qualify. Mm -hmm. I don't know why she don't qualify. She has every year beforehand. Why not now? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, real quick, before before I let you go, Chris, thank you for um, staying on the extended 
Yeah, uh, yeah. Wow, it's, it's a great yeah. challenge, you guys. I love it. <laughs> and we do but, this um, often, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, it turns out that Israel <laughs> took down a building that had the AP and Hamas in it, but uh, no, um, AP and um, Al Jazeera, Al Jazeera, yeah. Mm. Whoops. But um, but uh, Israel's prime minister, like, yeah, but uh, it was a it was a good takedown because we had intelligence that Hamas was in the building too. Uh, now the AP staffers and everybody was evacuated because they were all notified an hour before it happened. So uh, I don't know why people are so angry, but this is what BB had. It's been five days since Hamas brazenly fired rockets at Jerusalem and other Israeli cities in a totally unprovoked attack. This past week, millions of Israelis were forced into bomb shelters as missiles rained down on our cities. Several Israelis have been killed. Many more have been wounded. You know and I know, no country would tolerate this. Israel will not tolerate this. Israel has responded forcefully to these attacks, and we will continue to respond forcefully until the security of our people is reinstated and restored. We've eliminated dozens of Hamas terrorists and taken out hundreds of terrorist sites, including missile launchers and buildings that Hamas used to plan and perpetrate these attacks. Two nights ago, Israel also seriously degraded the terror infrastructure of Hamas. We knocked out part of the vast subterranean tunnel network that Hamas uses to attack Israel. I want to remind the world that in firing on our cities, Hamas is committing a double war crime. They're targeting our civilians and hiding behind Palestinian civilians, effectively using them as human shields. As always, Israel is doing everything possible to protect our civilians and keep Palestinian civilians out of harm's way. We demonstrated this yet again today when we warned civilians to vacate the building used by the Hamas terror intelligence. They vacated the premises before the target was destroyed, and that's why you don't hear of casualties from these collapsing terror towers, because we take special care to avoid these civilian casualties, exactly the opposite of Hamas. Defeating Hamas does not only serve Israel's interest, it serves the interests of all those who seek peace, stability, security in the Middle East. I want to thank Israel's many friends in the international community who have strongly backed Israel's action in defending ourselves. I want to thank the President of the United States, Joe Biden, and I want to thank the many countries, including European countries, that flew the Israeli flag in solidarity on their government buildings. No one should have any equivocation about uh, the choice that is so clear here. And I want to thank President Biden for his clear and unequivocal support. You cannot equate a democracy that values life with a terror organization that glorifies death. I also want to say a, a word about the violence we've seen in recent days within Israeli towns, from Lot to Batyam, from Akko to Haifa. The Jewish state will not tolerate pogroms against our citizens. We will not allow our Jewish citizens to be lynched or to live in fear of murderous Arab gangs. We will not tolerate the torching of synagogues and the torching of property. 
At the same time, we will not allow Jews to take the law into their own hands and attack innocent Arabs or lynch an innocent Arab. There was one such case, such effort. We won't allow these attacks on innocent civilians, Arabs and Jews alike. To tolerate this unacceptable vigilantism and violence is to pave a way to anarchy. Israel is the Jewish and democratic state where all our citizens, Jews, Arabs, and everyone else are equal before the law and will receive equal protection from those who enforce the law. I am fully confident that Israel will be able to deal with these threats from without and these threats from within. I'm confident in our army. I'm confident in our police. And above all, I'm confident in the resolve and determination of the people of Israel. You know, um, I, I, I never thought I would see so many people aside with Palestine uh, uh, through social media. Uh, Many people won't accept the fact, Chris, that Hamas fired rockets into Israel to begin this whole thing. They they won't accept that. There, there's always a starting point. And usually people miss out on the starting point and see the second. It's almost like what happened with uh, on the towers uh, uh, with 9-11. Nobody really saw the first hit, even though we saw the first hit later on in video. Nobody saw the first hit, but everybody saw the second hit. Many people that are championing Palestine and say, yeah, Palestine, all people died in Palestine and stuff. They, <laughs> Israel is defending itself. Chris, real quick. Yeah, I, I think it's, I mean, it goes back to, I mean, the peace that we've had at least the last past four years. We had Abraham Accord. We had all these other things going on. Peace is the prize. We got we to fight towards getting that back to, to stabilize that, that region. And uh, yeah, we have unprovoked attacks like that. It's, it's very unfortunate. And, you know, with any country that has that against them, they have the right to do so. But, uh, but yeah, we got to get back and, and, and working it for, you know, like I said, peace is the prize. We got we to fight and strive for that. Brian? Yeah, I, you find out who the bad guys really are. Um, I still uh, contend that that Iran is funding the terrorists uh, all the way through in order to remove Israel from the face of the earth. If you said that in any other time, in any other person, any other place, if you ever said remove an entire race of people off the entire earth, uh, there would be a lot of problems. I mean, Hitler did it back in 33. And now y'all ain't got a problem with the Palestinians trying to wipe the face. And they gave you back the Gaza Strip. They gave you back land. They gave you, and they keep capitulating to you guys. And it's never enough for the bullies. It's never enough. So stand your ground. Ladies and gentlemen, we got to get ready to go. Uh, but we want to thank everybody for tuning into the show. Uh, keep on, keep keep on keeping on. We thank you um, for, uh, for um, supporting us. Chris, you have any last words real quick? I just appreciate the time. Always great chatting with you too. And uh, still looking to come up to Baltimore. We'll, we'll catch up for lunch soon. There we go. So. There we go. B. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I guess uh, COVID is uh, is uh, June 2nd. Um, COVID uh, retreats to the shadows and no longer is uh, a threat in the great state of Ohio. June 2nd at uh, 9 a.m., uh, we're allowed to uh, to rip the mask off your face because 
June 1st, that son of a gun is still there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. We uh, make sure make sure you share the show. Um uh, and also uh make sure that you uh pray for the country because we're really going through something. We're really going through. Y'all have a great day.